Who's bringing us? Since in? you're uh, oh, I can do it. But since you're recording, are you doing the editing too, or are you gonna do all that or what? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I can bring us in. Three, two, one. Wow. No, that's not good because it's got to be something powerful for a return back. Let's go say welcome back to another episode. That's not gonna be good. Yeah. Another empty promise about trying to do more episodes. Maybe that would probably be pretty good. <laughs> Ooh, that is good. Okay. Three, two, one. Boom, 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 boom. No, that's lame. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another gaming podcast, episode number 37. The podcast full of empty promises of more and more podcasts coming out, but yet... It's been six months since our last episode, but we're here to bring you guys the best gift of the year. Perfect time of year to give it to you, too. Anyways, Stephen Lally Gamer, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Chance Doomwaves. What's up, man? Yay, we're here, and we're doing this thing. I forgot how to do it. <laughs> yes, there's going to be some shaky grounds here, but we'll see if we can get back into the kick of things. Dustin, we hear you stickering back there. What's up, man? Not much. What's going on, guys? Uh, just a late night session with you guys. Couldn't think of a better way to spend my ten thirty at night here on the East Coast evening. <laughs> yeah, but you're working. I got an excuse now, right? though. I, I'm on nights right now. This is my last week of nights. Thank goodness, because it has been horrible. Normally, I can adjust from my night shift to day shift stuff pretty easily, but it's been rough this go around. So I cannot wait to get back on days. It's gonna be. A blessing. Oh, yeah. Because normally it's been nice because at nighttime you have my house to myself. I can play all sorts of games. Uh, it hasn't really been like that. It's been, even though it's nighttime when I was supposed to be up, I've been falling asleep. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's been good. Makes for some long shifts. It does. Some long, sleepy shifts. So how you guys been, man? Busy. Oh, yeah. Busy. Extraordinarily busy still. Yeah, I think what they'll find out when they start hearing this episode, when we talk about what we've been up to the past couple months, I don't think either or any of us have had a lot of uh, gaming in that time. And if it has been, it's been focusing on just a couple games, and that's pretty much been it. Would this be an accurate assumption? Absolutely. That tends to happen when you play 70-plus hour RPGs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not my excuse, anyway. <laughs> Well, mine has been that never-ending RPG called World of Warcraft Ew. that uh, will just suck the life right out of it. So it'll take up any time you want to play playing something else, but it's been fun. I can't say it hasn't been time well spent. So, well, But other we, than that... Should we all answer the, the big three questions? Because it's been so long since anybody's heard from us, they don't even know us anymore. If you can remember what the big three questions no, that, are, we'll gladly try to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. Hey, it could be changed now. I mean, we had a new Star Wars movie come out during the, the time of our podcasting. Maybe that is now one of our favorite movies of all time. Episode 7. I don't think anything's so different for me. It's probably not different for me either. I'm pretty set in my ways by now. <laughs> You can't change us, old men. We're set in our ways. Did someone's secret Santa package just come in? Because, uh... 
Oh, did you hear me opening that package? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was I. Uh, I found some amiibos while I was Christmas shopping, so I picked some up. Oh, really? What'd you do? Yeah. What'd you share. What'd you snatch? Uh, I found a, a Ness. I found a Lucas, and I found a Robin. So. Nice. Oh, Robin, nice. When um, yeah. are they still coming out with new ones of those? Because I've dropped off of that a long time ago. I'm assuming so. Yeah, I. I I mean, I still see like a bunch of like new ones out there. I don't necessarily buy them unless I know what they are. But yeah, I still think they're making them. I think the last one I bought was that Ike, and that might have been it. <laughs> and then I hung it up from there. What I'm actually like, we're probably all. It seemed like a lot of the What's Amiibo up? releases were like kind of dependent upon games to use them. So. Like a yeah. ton of Smash characters, and a lot of like the Animal Crossing stuff, and then like Yoshi's Woolly World, and then like what else? What else uses them? Like I thought that was kind of how they 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 base the releases. And at some point, you're gonna run out of Smash characters. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I you could use them in Mario Kart as well. Right. So there was another use, but you yeah, know, and Mario Maker, I mean, you could you could unlock yeah. Little, uh, character skins for them, but I mean, just in general, like you know, the packaging for the amiibos themselves, you know, are, are based upon a game. Like all the Smash specific ones, like have Smash text on the packages and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess as the the Wii U kind of declines uh, in releases, I guess the the necessity for uh, new amiibos, unless they're going to transfer to the Switch. You know, I, I guess they they it'll probably just stop. I didn't even yeah the uh, ever since I stopped buying the Wii U, I completely forgot you could use it in games or what yeah. would even be the use. Yeah, that's what they were for. Duh. <laughs> and I, I have a uh, like I bought the Mario Maker game and, and I didn't know you could use them as skins in there. My son would love yeah. that if I could give him some new skins in that game. Yeah. Uh, I only have like two amiibos to my name, so like I haven't utilized it that much. But yeah, it's it's part of the you know you play the the the, the levels or whatever, and you get the the mystery mushrooms, and you you can put the different skins on depending on if you have the the amiibos. Well, speaking of amiibos and Wii U, Dustin, you said you dusted off the old thing in uh, Lily, or was it you getting into some Super Smash Brothers on it? Um, it was both of us because I. There was a bunch of uh, DLC characters that I missed out on, so I got Ryu and Roy and a bunch of other people, and she's been like getting into playing it, so it kind of got me back into playing it because she'd want me to play her, and then yeah, so I, I you know I was doing some Smash, but nothing too extreme. There's so much shit in that game I still need to unlock, but I just <sighs> so little time. <laughs> yeah, and I remember uh, trying to uh, like having that game night on it. And just, it was so, it was fun being able to play with people online, but then the connection was so bad. And I don't know if it was just because of me being a laggy gamer, or if it was widespread for everybody, but that game had, I had that game having so much potential and on a huge pedestal for me when I bought it, when it came out. And then, since the online flunked on it for me, I was like, nope, no interest anymore. I found myself like playing with people. bored as hell with the game, so I just <laughs> got rid of it while I still had some value. 
But when I still actually play online from time to time, I actually will hop in on some Mario Kart, and I will still go online. I'll finish in 6th or 7th, but I don't care. It's still fun going around that track and playing online still. I freaking love so. Mario Kart 8, man. I, I just played it, like, a couple weeks ago, too. Just threw it in randomly, played for, like, 30 minutes. It was magical. But since, uh... The past couple months have been exciting here because one exciting event, I don't know if you caught a chance. I know Dustin saw some pieces of it, or at least one game. The PlayStation Experience just happened about a week or two ago. Did you get to see any of a chance? Since you're a PS4 owner now, I don't know if people know that either. <laughs> no, um, I didn't watch it. Well, let's just say Sony has some pretty exciting stuff going on. And uh, Last of Us 2, Dustin, I know you're pretty hyped for it. Yeah. I think it. Well, I mean, it was just a cinematic trailer, but it, it hit all the right notes uh, for that feeling of the game. And then, sort of the after uh, the after trailer speculation as to what is actually going on in the trailer really got me intrigued about what this one's going to be. So when you when you told me about that trailer speculation thing, mm-hmm. I was like. There's no way this is that could be it. But then after actually looking into it or watching the trailer again, I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, you, you, it's like one of those things you can't unsee. Like once yeah. it happens, once you get that told that, you're like, yeah, that that makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't spoil what people are speculating, just in case it is. But it is just speculation, so I don't know why we couldn't. Yeah, but yeah. um, it actually looked like you, you said cinematic trailer but it actually yeah. looked like what it could look in game like that's kind of well, what last of us I, looked like you know yeah but what i meant by that was it wasn't actually there was no gameplay yeah yeah i got you i got you yeah and i'm i'm actually a guy who uh i enjoyed last of us i think i said back when i had played it back in the day but it wasn't something i thought was crazy amazing um but you know i'm looking forward to playing the second one yeah i think the, the uh i think the gameplay was pretty standard you know, if you've played Uncharted, you've kind of played The Last of Us. But it was more the story presentation that I think really just sold it for me. Yeah. But what really got my uh, noodle cooking during that show was seeing the gameplay debut of Mass Effect Andromeda. Boy, oh boy, was I geeking out about that game. Because, Chance, have you tried any Mass Effects yet? I have not. Man, I, I will send you each game just so you can you, you did, get an opportunity to play. Last, uh, <laughs> last Christmas, you, you, you gave them to I me. did. There you go. And um, just seeing, it just looks amazing. Just the gameplay looks perfected. I don't really know what I could say. If you're into space RPGs and you have not watched or played that series yet, doesn't you get to watch the gameplay versions of it yet? <laughs> Yeah, I watched it, and I also read the uh, the Game Informer article on it, and uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't wait for that. It just sounds like it just sounds too good, too good to be true. One of those things. Now, uh, I know you put that post on our page today about Dragon Quest Eleven game of the year, but I don't know, man. This uh, Mass Effect could be my game of the year. Yeah, I was being a little tongue in cheek about that, but yeah, yeah, which. Because uh, that does bring up a good point. Greg put a post to confirmed English releases of Dragon Quest games next year. What are the confirmed releases? Because I thought it's just Dragon Quest Heroes 2. I, um, I think 
I think they've confirmed Dragon Quest Heroes 2, and I think it's Dragon Quest Eleven. I think they've said Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out. I think. Yeah. Because the other one, the other one is uh, Joker Three, which I don't know if that one's been confirmed yet or not for coming out over Wait, here. I'd actually be surprised if that wasn't, because we we tend to get the Joker games over here, at least the first two, right? So um, yeah, well, it's be been I mean, it's been a while since the DS Renaissance of Dragon Quest games, so you know it's kind of hard to say which is going to come out, and which isn't. But yeah, there's kind of a crazy amount of Dragon Quest on the DS. <laughs> yeah, there really is. Not that that's a bad thing, it's just there is an abundance. There's so many games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In but fact, you, that, can, you can get almost the entire... Soon you'll be able to get almost the entire series on some form of a DS. They just need to release like a Erdrich saga. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, t- I'd be all over that. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Even, yeah. even if it was just like they put the Game Boy Color ones on the eShop, I would be all over that. Yeah. Did you pick up a uh, seven chance? No, I didn't. It's it's kind of on my like I would call like a secondary wish list because you know I have a you know a list of games I'd like to get, of course, just like most of us do. But you know, like some of those lengthy RPGs, it's like you know I want them, yeah, because I eventually like to play them. But uh, man, I I don't have the time right now. So yeah, I'd like to get it, but it's it's comfortably resting in that in that secondary list where it's like okay, you know, I'll get this eventually, but it's yeah. not it's not a thing because you know really I haven't played most of the Dragon Quest games anyway, so it's not like I would be chronologically ready for 7 anyway. Not that it matters if you play them in order, but, you know, I've played 1 and 2 and 9, and that's about it. So, you know, I've, I've, I've got a lot of ground to cover anyway, so I'm not in a hurry. Oh, and, and um, Dragon Quest 8 coming out next year, too, on the, the 3DS. Yeah. So that's another, that's the fourth one, then. Fourth Dragon Quest game. I've actually, uh... I haven't watched your video on the updated on the 3DS version yet, Dustin. Uh, have you fully completed it, or was that just a video to kind of touch on the differences? That was it was that that was my game. To, I mean, I've played 75 hours of it, so I, I, I've got enough under my belt to do a, a discussion. But I, I'm gonna yeah. like I'm gonna finish all the jobs for all the characters, so it's gonna take me a little while longer. But I just wanted to get a video out. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so, I got you. yeah, I actually really. Uh, I bought seven, and for some reason, it's one of those RPGs. You know, after you put one down for a little bit, it can be kind of tough to pick it up to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. But I have found no problem because I've been going between that and Pokemon Sun back and forth, and I've had no problem like going between them. Uh, I've still yet to get to the old man, and I'm like 15, 16 hours into it. How long does it take to get to that thing? <laughs> to get to the what? I'll trade Abby where I can start getting the job oh, changes, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a while into it. I mean, okay. But the thing of it is, is the 3DS version picks up the pace quite extensively, whereas the PlayStation One version, I mean, it was a long time before you. I mean, it was like a couple hours before you even got like to the first island, and then in this one, it's like you know you blink and you're on the first island. Yeah. I've really enjoyed what I put into it so far because. Gameplay feels so smooth. I love old school turn-based RPG combat. I just really love that gameplay style. I know Final Fantasy XV's out now with this whole revamp systems and stuff, but something about that classic just attack, defend magic stuff just gets me giddy. 
Yep, yep, yep. I'm actually w- really interested to see like how how it's all going to work with Dragon Quest Eleven. If it's going to continue the traditional turn base, or if it's going to try something wacky. I know it's it's got to stick with the traditional. You think, right? It's got. I, I would. I mean, Dragon Quest tradition. T- traditionally, Dragon Quest has always been about tradition, but you know. Yeah. Well, I would say because they got through it, they get. Go ahead, Dance. I would say it's a slightly safer bet to say that it could stay traditional, just being with stuff like Dragon Quest Heroes and Dragon Quest Monsters existing. It, it seems more yeah. logical that it could stay traditional. Granted, you know, it, it could be different, sure, but it seems like they're scratching that different itch with with the other types of games with with the same name. I think you hit it right on the head, man. That's like the perfect anal- analysis because. They want to have an action hack and slash. You can do the heroes. Now they got the builders. Um, I think you could just keep Dragon Quest Eleven, keep it traditional. It's gonna look really pretty. Not that all Dragon Quest games just look good anyway, except maybe the PS One Dragon Quest Seven. <laughs> but um, after seeing that cinematic trailer you put on the channel today, Dustin, it's got me excited. I just keep loving hearing that music, man. They can use mm-hmm. it. In, they use it in every Dragon Quest trailer. But when it kicks into that note, dun, 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 it's just so awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you th- I, you think we're gonna get it next year? I, I doubt it'll be the Engl- English next year, eh? Yeah, I I I wish they'd do like a worldwide release, like they do with all yeah. these other games. But you know, it's we'll probably have to wait like a year and a half for them to do the translation. And then there'll be a bunch of hemming and hauling about it, and you know, the, the typical heartache of being a Dragon Quest fan. Because it took, oh man, Dragon Quest Heroes the first one. It's been about a year and a half. So by the time Dragon Quest Heroes two comes out, we had just got the first one when that released in Japan. So you're right; it could be about two years before we even see Dragon Quest eleven. It could be dead on the money. Yeah. But hopefully we'll have good games in between them to keep us busy. You recently picked up Builders, right, Dustin? I thought I saw you put a picture of it up. Yeah, I got Builders. Actually, my mom got it for me for my birthday. Cool. Thanks, Mom. You're Thanks, awesome. Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Did you pop it in yet to give it a, to see what it was about? No, because I, I'm getting down to that point where I, like, I, I can only really focus on one or two games. Because oh, I have such, such limited time, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I just happen to be playing two ridiculously long games right now. Nice. What about you, Chance? Because I, I thought you were into Minecraft. So did Builders ever pop into your mind, maybe trying to give that a go? No, I'd, I'd love to try it, but my my time has just been so diverted to other things. And not only that, just finances aren't, aren't uh, where I'd like them to be. Uh, to to buy new releases either so yeah I, okay. I I haven't I haven't got that yet but uh, I do love Minecraft and I am uh, interested to see what Builders is but I've kind of I've kind of avoided a lot of you know videos and stuff surrounding it I I have never actually seen any gameplay of it um, to know what it's even like you know how is it similar okay. to Minecraft or how is it similar to Dragon Quest I have no idea yet uh, so I I'm I'm comfortable in uh, in waiting because I've avoided any sort of hype. I got you. It um it's actually let's see how could I word it. 
it's because I'm not a big Minecraft guy, but I know in Minecraft you gather materials and stuff and build things out of it. So it's pretty much the same in this in that game, but it's the combat system. I'm sure is probably way better than Minecraft because it's pretty much like a hack and slash combat system uh, in this game. But I'm just imagining it's way smoother than what Minecraft would be because I've kind of seen videos of the hit and back off combat in that game. <laughs> And it's it's actually really good. The game looks beautiful. It plays really well. And I'm not into the gathering and collecting stuff in games. And it's actually really easy in the game. And it's not taxing. It has a quest system to lead you along the way. Uh, so you don't get lost in what you're doing. Or know what to do for a next step. It's been really good. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, but like you guys, it's, you can only juggle so many games at once. And when I was playing Dragon Quest Seven and Pokemon, kind of longer RPGs, I didn't want to play that as a console game at the same time. So I, I put in some Titanfall Two. That's what kept me entertained. <laughs> I heard that's got a really great campaign, from what it's everyone been, says. Uh, since I'm talking about games I'm playing, so I might as well just kind of we could all kind of touch on that stuff, I guess. Now, anyway, it is like we said. It's it's one of the best uh, first-person shooter campaigns I've ever played. I just really enjoyed the story it had between the main character and your titan, uh, this robot who you really care for and you develop this relationship with the machine and it's just awesome. You want to see it through to the end. So it's got the funny moments, it's got the feel moments, and just the combat was so much fun. You played the original Titanfall, correct? Chance because you yeah. got it on the Expo. Oh yeah, it's. Um, I, I know that it catches a bad rep because it was such an empty game, but the the gameplay itself was super satisfying. Yeah, it's just it's solid first person shooter gameplay. It it just nails it, and you would think, can you run and jump and shoot and stuff at the same time? Would it be hard to do? But for some reason, Respawn just, just nails it, the combat system in the game. So much fun to play through. So I really enjoyed it. It's really short. Really, really short. Um, but that's not to say a bad thing. Because sometimes when you put in a shooter, uh, they just kind of that's what you want sometimes, right? You just want something to mindless to kind of get away from things. Unless they put all these secrets in the levels and then you burn yourself out trying to find all the secrets. Oh, hush. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of have you found all those secrets yet chance <laughs> no no i i i didn't put a lot of time into to looking for everything i would i would kind of you know peek around corners if i was close and look for the little secrets and stuff but you know it just really wasn't something that i felt like i needed to do uh, mm -hmm. to to be satisfied with the game and it's it's def we're talking about doom i guess if if people are unaware uh it's uh it's something that i i plan on uh frequently replaying uh just because of how satisfying it that game is to me um i know we talked about it it might have even been the last episode we did here the one in june that we recorded because uh, i mean i guess that makes sense because the game came out in may so um i know we talked about it extensively on that episode but to, for me doom just scratches all the right itches uh it just it's just fast and and dumb fast and dumb like it just shoot everything if it moves you're probably supposed to be shooting it and if it has a head that's where it, it you can kill it most quickly and most efficiently is to shoot it there um 
and there is just tons and tons and tons of nostalgia uh, built in the game, and including you know these secrets. There's uh, just a ton of stuff to do. Um, but all the while, like I mean, you really you can ignore the uh, the story if you want to. I mean, there's a story there, and it's not horrible. Uh, it's cheesy and you know sci-fi doom story, but it's not not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And uh, <laughs> but it's it's totally also irrelevant too. Like you can totally just play it and just kill everything and just move on. And Dustin, I know you you burn out on it. I know, I know. But I tell you what, the end of that game is so incredible with all of the yeah. the, the boss fights that you have that have left to do. They're just so satisfying. Yeah, I know. I, I I need to just throw it in and just not worry about the, the secrets. What do you mean all those uh, boss fights? I feel like there's like two the whole game. There's three, <laughs> and they are all three just excellent. I think there's a cyber demon fight, and then there's the uh, I forget what they're called, but they're like these big uh, golems of some kind, big titans uh, that I thought was a really well done fight, and then the spider demon at the very end is is a really great fight too. I think. I mean, I, I thought they were all pretty well done. I was. I remember being disappointed in the last boss because part of me wanted it to be bigger, like no. just this huge thing. <laughs> yeah, no, the cyber taking up my actually, whole screen. The cyber demon, I think, is actually bigger. But that makes it sense because yeah. he's bigger in the original game too, in the original Doom. Cyber demon felt like when you got to that fight, you think, "Oh man, that's the 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 final final boss has got to be." Way bigger than this, but no, the Cyber Demon fight in in the old game and this game, uh, he's bigger and he's harder than the final boss. Um, I spoiler, I guess um, the Cyber Demon has two different stages, two different phases. So you kill him once. And then you think, all right, let's move, let's move on, let's go kill some more. And then he comes back, and it's like, holy crap. And he's harder this time. So uh, the Cyber Demon fight really does feel like it should be the final boss battle. Um, because it is it is uh, harder and m- more satisfying, I think, ultimately, uh, than the other two. But still, I, f- I feel like they are all they all have kind of their own um, quirks about them, their own uh, methods. Uh, and I, I think it, I think it's really well done. I've I've played the game twice now, and Xbox One and PS4, and oh wow, uh, it's it's still holding strong as my definitely my game of the year. And there's no way it's going to be dethroned now with your you know less than two weeks away uh, from the new year. There's you know there's no way that anything is going to change that opinion. It's because that game in itself is a a long long first person shooter, and you've yeah. completed it twice now. Eh? Yeah. It's, uh, but again, it's it's as long as you want it to be. I think the levels yeah. themselves are gigantic. Like they are really big, and they are just full of little nooks and crannies that have secrets in them. So if you want to spend the time to, to look for that stuff and and gawk around and 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 kill everything, yeah, it's it's gonna take you a long time. It's you know mm-hmm. it could take you twenty plus hours to find everything and do everything, especially on a harder difficulty. Uh, but you can also just go straight towards the waypoints and find find the keys and, and get out and and finish it in ten or so hours. Uh, it's it's and and like with all the you know the room challenges and things you know that they give you added upgrades and things like that. I mean, there's there's incentive uh, to going out of your way to do some of this extra stuff, uh, but it's not it's not required you know, and it's not altogether necessary to to beat the game. 
I had a great time playing through that game. Yeah, it's... There were points where it just started. I started to feel the drag. They're like, man, this is really long. This is really long. <laughs> and was waiting for the end to come. But, uh, yeah, I had a great time with it. Once it once it kind of it kind of peaks like they're about three quarters of the way through the end, and then like once those last few levels they they get a little draggy, but then it's just over. It I feel like almost like at some point um, the spider demon fight comes out of nowhere, and then it's like okay we're here oh it's over all right I'm I'm satisfied <laughs> yeah I I don't know I just. I love that game, so I, I could talk about it for a while. Even though I haven't done a video about it yet, uh, maybe I should have saved everything I just said and, and, and done, done a proper uh, discussion, but hey, whatever. Well, I think we talked about it on the last episode of podcast, too. Yeah, we did. Like it's, <laughs> and I probably so. just repeated myself with most of that, but at least this time I have played again since then. So it's not just me trying to remember what I did in May, you know, I just, I beat the game again right around Halloween, so. I just, uh, a buddy of mine had brought the game up the other day, because he just bought it on a Black Friday sale last month, and he was mentioning how much he was loving it, and how he's like, it's so different from Doom 3, so I don't know which I like better, and it made me start thinking again about Doom 3, about how, you know, something was special about that game to me. I just loved it being more nighttime horror style, like just everything dark in there. But I, coming back to being on Mars and stuff with light again in the new one, I mean, it was a welcome sight to see in that. So, I like them both. Yeah, Doom Three is is uh, it's kind of a, an anomaly of the series. Yeah, it's 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 very different than what they had done previously, and then also very different from what they've done since. But, uh, yeah, Doom 3 is still really good. Uh, I, I actually was just thinking not that long ago that I needed to go and revisit that because I've only played it one time, and uh, it would be something I'd like to play again. But uh, I, I knew that I would double dip and buy it for the PS4 anyway, but I actually bought it um, before I even had the system because uh, GameStop had it for uh, 20 bucks, brand new just randomly at some point this summer. So I was just like, all right, you know, I'll grab that for twenty bucks and you know sit on it until I get a system. That's that's fine with me. So I I took advantage of that sale and had the the game before I even had the system. So. So what are is your current PS4 library? Is it Street Fighter and uh, Doom or? I've actually got uh, several, but not uh, crazy amount. Street Fighter okay. Five and Doom have been the ones I've put the most time into, uh, but I have picked up uh, Bloodborne, which I have not started yet. I I have a feeling if that that's going to be the game that I like out of the From Software library, if I like it, yeah. uh, because I, I just I don't know I still am not uh, I'm I'm not man enough I guess for Dark Souls yet. I mean maybe it'll happen for me one day. I, but... I loved it. I loved it so. But anyway, uh, I did it's pick awesome. up. I did pick up uh, Dragon Quest Heroes and played a couple hours of it, but my my time it was just not. Uh, and my time it still isn't like where I could devote a lot of time to that game. But I do like that you know you go on the little missions and you know you you slaughter some 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 monsters and you move on. Um, Geometry Wars 3, uh, I picked up the physical version of that because I love Geometry Wars so much. I uh, picked up Guilty Gear XR, the first one, uh, not uh, the, the second release. 
uh, kill zone and Ooh, we'll have to play that sometime then man yeah uh, and then my brother-in-law because we actually my brother-in-law and I went halvesies on the system uh, which worked out for both of us because he wanted to play some exclusives and and I wanted to pick up several things so I picked up for him we got the uncharted collection and then until dawn so that's that's the whole Ooh. collection <coughs> until dawn good game looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that good stuff but other than uh, Titanfall, just finished one of the most awaited, most anticipated game for some people. For how many years has it been for The Last Guardian? People waiting for it? It's probably been about as long as Final Fantasy Fifteen. Probably 10 years. Yeah. It's been forever. And all I have to say is, for me being a huge fan of the first two uh, games from those developers, in Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, I really had a great time with it. You can see when you start playing it, you can tell how there's no way this game could probably have worked on the PS3. Because just, I mean, it's a beautiful looking game, but just how it kind of works and feels. You can tell if you probably played this on a PS3 that it would just be so clunky and it just would not work. But on the PS4, it's a thing of beauty. The only thing, if you're watching any reviews with it, you probably heard the controls uh, aren't the best. Yeah, but um, I feel like the controls are never really the best with those games. Yes, that is that's right on the money. The, is it like is it the same thing like with Shadow, where it's like a delay? I don't feel a delay. The thing that frustrates me, actually, controlling the main character and stuff, isn't really a problem. The problem comes when you have to control. Um, Oh my word, I can't believe I'm forgetting the beast's name now. Trico. When you have to do some things controlling Trico. Getting him to listen and follow your commands can be the irritating thing. But once you start getting the hang of it and getting used to it, the game starts flowing a lot better. Once you start getting used to how to get Trico to listen. So once he starts listening, things go smoother. And the journey is just its just a wonderful one that you go on and it's not one of those ones where the ending is all obtuse and everything and that might disappoint people or i don't know if that's even a spoiler or not it's this ending kind of makes sense once you get to the end of it so to say it doesn't you don't have to keep your mind racking your brain thinking for ages about what what does all this mean but 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 how will the internet complain about it (laughs) at least in my opinion that's how what i got from the ending yeah. But uh, I thought it was a great length. It's weird when you go through the trophies. It, it says you got one for finishing under 30 hours. You get one for finishing under 15, all the way down to five. So it's kind of like one of those things where you're like, so it could take up to 20 plus hours to finish this. But at the same time, you can finish it in under five. What's the deal? <laughs> but um, is, there, is there a lot of exploring to do or anything? I, I guess, it, well, it areas are really open. Sometimes the way to get somewhere isn't always obvious. Uh, there could be, you could be in a big open room and look this castle type of building, but it'll let, let you walk all the way through it just to lead you to a ledge that overlooks a beautiful scenery. That's not really the way you're supposed to go, but it leads you to this area. So yeah, there's kind of some exploring and stuff to do. They have an incentive to find these barrels that you feed Trico that aren't necessary. Some parts they are necessary to progress the story, 
but it, they're kind of hidden off to the side because there's like a trophy if you find all the barrels and feed them to them in the game. So hmm. there's little things like that to make you branch out and explore. And it was well worth it. I don't, I don't think it was worth the uh, the wait. It's not going to be for the way it was worth for me. I don't think it's going to be worth the price right now for some ah. people. Not the price. You're probably going to want to sit and wait on the price to drop down, especially if you weren't fans of the other two. Even though I was mentioning that in the chat the other day, and Scott mentioned he didn't like the uh, Ico, and he really enjoys Last Guardian, even though I feel like. They have really similar qualities in them. So, again, it's it's tough to tell with these games if people are going to like them or not to recommend them. Other than that, just a lot of World of Warcraft. And that's about it, man. I haven't been... I've been doing some Overwatch here and there just because that's a game I still highly recommend to people. I think it won Game of the Year at the Game Awards that no one watches and always makes fun of. Even though I think they're improving. <laughs> Even though I think they're improving, guys. They're be better on these shows. I don't know if anyone got to see Kojima and the wonderful ovation he got and the honors he received. Well deserved. Um, but the show's getting better. And I actually, I think that's where the Mass Effect gameplay debut took place. Yeah, I think it Anyways, was. Yeah. But um, I lost my train of thought here. What was I even talking about? Last Guardian. I'm done with that. Anyway, I'm done rambling. Someone else can talk. <laughs> I played games. That's about it. Oh, Overwatch. I was saying it won the game of the year. And it's pretty cool because they keep doing these seasonal updates where, like right now, there's a winter thing going on where you can unlock new outfits for your characters that are winter themed. And just I love what Blizzard does with that stuff, man. It's just their games. They're awesome. Um, Yeah, someone else can talk now. Well, I guess you want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> well, we're we're talking about games we were playing, and mine's super super short, really. Uh, we already kind of talked about Dragon Quest Seven, and I already did a game discussion on it, so we're not going to belabor the point. But it is the best version of that game, and if you were turned off by the PS One version, definitely go out and give the 3DS version a shot because it does streamline the game quite a bit to where it's not such a slog that the ps1 version was um finally threw in kingsfield 4 that we picked up at too many games um and that thing that thing kind of ate up my life for a little while like i got so into that and then i got to a point where like i forgot because i'm using a guide to like slightly get me through it and i looked at the guide because i couldn't figure out where to go next and like i missed an item way far back so now i have to like slog back to get it <laughs> come back that, so i gotta admit that isn't a game i use a guide probably slightly i probably use a guide a lot well game. it's surprising like you just kind of stumble your way through it there's a lot of death like dark souls but i mean you don't necessarily need it all that much there's a few places where you'll get to where you're like oh shit i have no idea what i'm supposed to do <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, you can definitely see the um, the uh, building blocks towards Dark Souls and Demon Souls and all that. But uh, at the same time, I, I have no idea why they decided that your character has to turn that slow. Like it's just it's painful how slow your character because it's a first person dungeon crawling game and like. You're walking along and the walking and running speed is a pretty good clip. But then if you have to turn 
like it, it takes like a good 10 seconds to do like a 360 turn. So it's, it's really like if you're in the, the heat of combat, um, it's really hard to, you know, fight while turning because it's just, it's so slow, but you kind of get into the rhythm of it and eventually, uh, you start making progress and you, you know, you get addicted to it like you do dark souls. Um, Playing Trails of Cold Steel 2. Wanted to get it in before the end of the year so I could throw it on the, the games list for the end of the year. Um, takes everything that was great about the first Cold Steel, but just removes the school part, which I felt was like the sort of drug game down a little bit, the, the whole school aspect of it. But um, now it's just a, a straight adventure, and uh, it really works a lot better. And I'm really... You know, it's it's one of those sequels that you go back to the same places again, but everything's kind of a little bit different, and the characters are different, and um, it's not as bad as like say like maybe Zillia Two was, but um, you know, um, but really enjoying that one. Um, what else did I play? Oh, what was that Transformers game that Platinum did? Ah, Devastation, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw that in a little bit, but. You know, I was having fun with it, and then it just kind of felt very samey. Like, every mission was very samey, and I was just like, ugh. And I just kind of put it up for a little bit, because I was like, uh, you know, it's just the same thing every time, and I'm not really feeling like one of those, you know, platinum games where you have to string together 40 combos to deal <laughs> a good amount of damage to an enemy. Um, much in the same vein as like Bayonetta and stuff like that. I just, I, I, it, it's a good game, but at the same time, I just wasn't feeling that at the time. Hers is really uh, short too, like four or five hours, and it's done. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard too, and like that, that was part of the reason why I was just kind of trying to blow through it. But at the same time, I was like, Ugh, I could be putting that five hours into something else. Yeah. Um, which I'll get to it eventually. It was free on PlayStation Plus, so not a big loss there. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's really been it. Like, I, I, Kingsfield is, I'm probably like the, I don't know, 20 to 30 hour mark on it. It's really, feels really long. Um, Cold Steel 2, you know, I think Cold Steel 1 ended up being like a 70 hour RPG. So I, I figure Cold Steel 2 will be that long, that length at least. So it's just playing, and then Dragon Quest Seven, of course, I'm 75 hours in. So it's just playing these really long games with like, you know, limited time, and you just don't have any time to do anything. Yeah. Oh, I I, I downloaded Ashes of Arendelle for uh, Dark Souls Three, and I beat that. And that that final boss and that thing, oh my god, that was ridiculous. Did you get it, Steven? No, I, and I'm a huge, like everyone knows, I'm a huge Souls fan, but I've yet to get the. Uh, yeah. DLC yet have not because I think uh, with the PS4 like us uh, first generation PS4 buyers like ourselves with that 500 gigabytes man with like Dark Souls was on it and then mm-hmm. once I beat it I got rid of everything and with my like slow internet here going back and downloading all that stuff again or having yeah. to download all the patches yeah. I didn't want to go through it yet even though I just I've seen playthroughs of that DLC already, so I'm kind of spoiled on on already because I wanted to watch it, and yeah. it looks so good, man. Like the environment and stuff just looks so good. So it was cool, but it kind of fell into that Dark Souls three thing where it's like you're playing Dark Souls, but then the enemies behave more Bloodborne esque, and it's like it's okay. this we- yeah, 
Like there's there's one spot where if you're not careful, you just get swarmed by wolves, and it's I mean I mean it's like ten wolves, you know. And they'll just swarm you. Oh, they'll just swarm you. Yeah, like you'll you'll be fighting one, and then you'll see another one come on your screen, and you're like, oh okay, two wolves, I can handle that. And then the other one howls, and then all of a sudden, all these wolves just come at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. From Thanks. From, yeah, but. There's there's some good boss battles in it. The final boss battle, um, I, I felt so stupid afterwards. Like it's it's a three phaser, and I wasn't I didn't know it was I didn't know it was a three phaser. So you know I'm working to kind of solo it and beat it myself, and I finally beat the first phase, and then the the second phase happens, and I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll want to summon somebody just to you know get through that. So I beat the first phase with this guy, and then we beat the second phase. And I'm, like, sitting there throwing, like, the joy greeting and, like, hooting and hollering because we beat it. And then all of a sudden this voice booms over the screen <laughs> and then, like, revives the guy. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, man. So it, it took a little while, but I eventually got it. The joys of Souls game. Nice. Yeah. But that was, like, that, that was, like, a little kick in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not a lot of joy in soul. Well, there is joy, but there's a lot of pain that gets to the joy. Yeah, you can keep it. Now the the Bloodborne you picked up chance is it sometime? I don't know if they ever released a game of the year one, no, or is it just like a standard it's one? Just the just the original vanilla copy. I picked it up at the same place I got my okay. PS4, which is I I, you know, I got a used PS4 because it was like. Uh, quite a bit cheaper to do it that way, and I had store credit uh, for my half because I had traded in a buttload of stuff, and and so I didn't actually pay any cash for my IPS4 at all. So oh, cool. Hey, just matters that you have one. Yeah, that's so awesome. So is it is it my turn now? Now that you have, yeah, because I mean that, and then we, well, we. Did we discuss Smash before we started recording? Yeah. Or? Well, no. I was asking you about that right when we started. Oh yeah, yeah. So other than other than Smash with Lily, that's. Oh, oh you're. Yes, uh, um, I want to ask you a question about uh, Kingsfield because I think it's awesome that you put it into play it, but you said that turning in it so slow. Yeah. Did it ever? Did it just? Is it? Did it finally start wearing on you? Where you're like, you know what? can't do it anymore because i know like you said you were really sucked into it like you were yeah you really just get there. you just get used to it you just i mean yeah. it's kind of one of the it's like dark souls in a way you, you kind of when you see an enemy you kind of plan ahead like i was walking up this this uh, rocky path and like there was a circle of ground that was surrounded by lava and there's just this dude like standing there and i was like that's a boss I know that's a boss because <laughs> these just stand there and it's like, it looks epic in there. So I just stood there and like pelted the guy with arrows, dark Souls style and went in there. And when I attacked him, like half his health was gone. So I was like, all right, this is going to be good. But uh, I was gonna, it's, I was gonna say, forget um, the turning, even attacking looks slow in that game. Yeah. But it, it depends on your weapon. It really does. Because okay. if you, if you use like a heavier weapon, he does swing the sword very slow and then your stanima takes a long time there to recoup as well. But like right now I have this, uh, katana. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like one, it's like the second best weapon in the game. And like it deals an amazing amount of damage. And then 
like as soon as you're done swinging, your stamina is filled back up. So it, it's a pretty sweet sword to have. Um, I think it's like Stormbringer or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Now in these in those games, is like you collect armor and stuff too. Like oh yeah, and okay yeah. Did the weapon? I mean, look change when you got a new one. Like they have different. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. You can't see yourself because it's a first-person game, but if you go into the menu, like every time you equip a new piece of armor, it changes the quote-unquote look of the character. And every okay. time you swing your sword, you see a different sword there. But okay, yeah, so I mean cool. it, it. It literally is Dark Souls without like the regeneration and from a first-person perspective with slightly so slower combat. Like you know, in Dark Souls, you get into the rhythm of the shield and then you know rolling out of the way and stuff like that. Well. Like, I was talking to Joe about it, I don't know, a couple months ago or something on the chat, and he was talking about, like, you, you just basically circle enemies because, you know, they sort of have the same slow uh, turning speed that you do. So gotcha. if you can if you can get slightly ahead of them, you can get around behind them and attack them. But if you, you can kind of master, like, strafing around enemies and then, like, moving forward and kind of baiting them to attack and then going backwards as they attack and then forward again to attack while they're kind of recovering. I mean, you, you just get into the rhythm of the combat, you know, and there's only a, there's only a certain number of enemies. They just kind of pallet swap them. So you, you kind of know okay. what each enemy is. When you see it and what its pattern is going to be and stuff. Can you actually strafe in that game? Cause I'll always imagine you just like, being on a grid type of movement system. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it. not grid. It's it's free movement. Okay. Um, but the controls are really weird. Like, you know, you're playing on the PS2 controller. You have two analog sticks. Why from software would not let you map? Like, they mapped the um, the up and down look on that stick, but the left and right look you can't map to the stick as well. You have uh, to use the shoulder buttons to look left or right. Or, yeah, so you have to kind of go into the options and then, like, change things around so you can, you know. I think I put it so, um, I put it so the look the look was on L1 and R1, and then my strafes were the left and right buttons. But it, it's, it takes some time getting used to. I gotcha. Okay. And one more thing before we move on. People are probably curious. They didn't hear me say Final Fantasy fifteen or you say Final Fantasy fifteen yet. Yeah. Maybe Chance is playing it. I doubt he is. Nope. <laughs> but um, when, when are you planning on diving into it? Is that going to be the next one on the list? Have you got it yet? I haven't even picked it up yet. Um, like I want to play it, but I have like I've, I've been trying to get a lot better about my purchases. Like if the box says Dragon Quest on it, I'm going to pick it up relatively soon to day one. Final Fantasy does not need my help to stay yeah, in the West. You know what I mean? So I can, and I'm not going to get to it anytime soon because I'm playing trails of cold steel. So, I mean, I'll get it when, you know, I, I might wait till the $20 mark. I don't know. Yeah, you're a homeowner now with a kid and stuff. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like this month, is like we were talking earlier and chance was talking about finances before we started recording. But, mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, we uh, went out and got all this stuff for Christmas. And then, came home and then the next morning my car wouldn't start so it was like pfft, right in the nuts oh, no. right there yeah so um, my car's only what two three years old if that uh, yeah years? which i thought it was the starter but 
And the people that were working on it also thought it was a starter because of the way it was acting, but it ended up just being a battery. But in okay, order to good. get to, the, but in order to get to the battery, they had to test like the starter and all this stuff because the battery was it was either not charging or it was charging weird. So they thought it may have been the alternator too. So it was like all these things that just kind of stacked up. It ended up being like kind of an expensive bill on top of already walking the tightrope of Christmas. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Video, I haven't been buying any video games here lately. Like, I know you guys have been together for a while now, but is this your, like, first big Christmas with them? Like with No, no this, will be the, this will be the third Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this will be the third Christmas. Time flies, folks. I'm sorry. It does. It does. <laughs> I start, the months just and days just start running well, together. <laughs> well, that's that's like when you said that like the last episode we did was six months ago. I was like, I, I was thinking like that can't be right. It doesn't yeah. seem like it's that, that long. Yeah, time flies. So that's All it. Right, Chance. Yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead now, brother. Well, uh, you know, I, I can't even remember all the games that I've started and then stopped in this interim because I know there's been a lot of stuff that I've, I've picked up and, and dabbled for a little while, thought that I might uh, put some time into, and they just didn't. Um, it's just been an odd time, you know, with my school and with our, our uh, you know, our, our personal lives that we have going on and just work it's just it's just been crazy to try and and then and fit in the hobby which you know i haven't i can't say that i'm deprived from the hobby uh it's just you know i've just been you know focusing on other things which is is totally fine um but when i have tried to play it's it's usually huh I was, gonna, I was gonna say then you have to fit in the hobby of the hobby, which is the YouTube channel as yeah, well. Exactly, which yeah. you know is is uh, it's it's taking a backseat. Which again, okay, you know I posted you know like five or six videos this year, and that's totally fine. I I don't I don't feel like I've I've let anyone down. Uh, I don't have that many many subs anyway, so it's you know they can they can they can deal with what I got I guess or, or move on. So, um, yeah, so really, all I've really been focusing on lately is, uh, I did pick up Pokemon Moon, finally, um, and I gotta say, at least with where I'm at right now, I'm still pretty early on, I, I've put about four hours into it, I think, and I'm just excessively bored with it at the moment. Um, I think it will probably... Oh, wow. I, I think it'll probably get better, um... I, I've I've spent maybe too much time just looking like walking around like trying to see new Pokemon or new uh, the the new versions of the old Pokemon um, that I haven't actually progressed uh, that far yet. Uh, for those playing, I am just now to getting to uh, getting to the first trial, um, so I haven't I haven't done really anything yet in the game. So, uh, I do like how uh, they've kind of changed uh, the way that the game works with Sun and Moon. Like, uh, for instance, Steven has the Sun version. So, during the day while playing for his game, it's daytime, and at night, it's nighttime. But for me, with Moon, it's flipped. So, when I'm playing during the day, uh, it's nighttime, and then at night, it's daytime. And that doesn't matter a whole lot... Except, you know, like, what kinds of Pokemon are available and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, Steve... Which I don't mean to cut you off, but... Yeah, I know. Something must be wrong with my internal clock on mine, because 
I feel like it's always night in my game when I'm playing it. Not just because I'm playing at nighttime on night shift, but I could be playing during the day. And yeah, I, I don't know if something's wrong with my clock with how I leave it on sleep mode or something. Maybe, but maybe there is. Cause it's I, been really weird. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure like during the day it's it's supposed to be sunny for you. And uh, I've I've enjoyed yeah. that part of of this game so far. Is that they they are making uh, quite an effort to. Uh, set the or you know showcase the setting uh of the game and i, and I like that I, I like that it's it's very involved you're in a new uh area it's uh is it alola is that how you say it i've never i've never tried to say it out loud before but it's uh it's very hawaiian me neither i thought there's <laughs> it, it's very it's very hawaiian am i getting a delay now i'm yeah, sorry just i'm sorry it's not good am i getting a delay now it's a huge deal. I'm so mad. Everything was going so good. <laughs> the uh, I thought it was Aloha, like that was the name of the island. So I have no idea. <laughs> well, I don't think there's an H in it. I think it's A L O L A. So it's it's whatever. It really doesn't matter. That's such a a, a, a minor detail. But anyway, it's a, a series of islands, and it's very tropical. Uh, the uh, instead of uh, gym leaders, now you have uh, what are they called? I, I can't remember. Kahunas. That's it. Uh, kahunas that are the 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 main uh, people. You know. All of the island, the, the big shot, the the gym leader is now called the Kahuna. So it's 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 very different uh, than previous entries, and I think that's a a great step forward for the series that they're actually doing something new, something unique. I mean, still, yeah, obviously the Pokemon collecting is the same, and there's a lot of returning Pokemon. You know, you got your Pikachu's and stuff like that. You know, there's there's a lot that's still the same, but there's a lot new here too. And it's just, I just haven't put enough time into it yet, and I feel bad about that. I feel I feel bad for saying I'm bored with it, but I'm, I'm trying to, to keep it real here. And uh, say that, you know, for where I'm at with the game right now, I'm just bored. So um, I want to I put some more time into it, though. Um, other than that, I've been kind of obsessed lately with trying to play just stupid first-person shooters. Um, I, I put in and beat um, the first Serious Sam game again uh, because I was just really in the mood for just that nothing serious, you know, just play, shoot everything. And this is after I played Doom, of course, again. And after beating that, I decided, you know what? It's time to revisit someone that I never gave the proper amount of attention to. So I, I decided that I'm going to try to play Duke Nukem Forever. And I I gotta say I I put um, three or four hours into it and man I can't decide if I hate it or not. It's it's, it's certainly not horrible, but man, it's not very good either. It's there's just no soul behind it, like. I know that I said you know, nothing serious and, and you know and stupid first-person shooters, but man, Duke Nukem Forever really does feel empty. It just feels like there's there's nothing to do. You're just running around and to running around to the next loading screen. It is really what it, it feels like with, with Duke Nukem Forever. It's boring, kind of, and the the combat is not that fun. 
the guns aren't that fun. I don't know. I, I certainly don't hate it, but man, I don't think I'll ever finish it. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if I care to. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Not even good one-liners? Well, they're 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 there, but they're the same. Even though even those are really stilted. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the same one-liners. That oh, it's just a new voice actor now. You know, it's, it's like, where are they taking our chicks? You know, it's 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 nothing new. But uh, to that and that really made me just want to go back and play uh, Duke 3D again. Which you know, truth be told, I never beat I never beat it when it was in its heyday. So yeah, I, I I threw back in Duke 3D Megaton Edition on the PS3. Been playing that, and uh, it wasn't that long ago I was reading something and I I stumbled across uh, the Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour Edition that just came out not that long ago, a few months ago for Xbox One, PS4, and uh, PC. And it's just kind of a graphical upgrade of the original Duke 3D uh, with some, some added maps with the original team. And man, I, I'm, I'm thinking I really need to own this thing. I, I haven't bought it yet, but uh, it's uh, like, wow. Like, I, I completely flew under my radar. I did not have any idea that that existed. Uh, for a while there, and, and uh, it immediately went on my Amazon wish list upon knowing of its existence. So I plan on picking that up at some point because um, I, I love Duke 3D. It's such a it's such a great game. Even though I've, I've never beat it, I what I've played is just is wonderful, fantastic. And honestly, that is about it. Other than like I said, dabbling in a few things like Geometry Wars and a little bit of Dragon Quest Heroes, and of course some Street Fighter Five when I when I feel the need to, to scratch that itch. Um, yeah, just just oh, and I did pick up uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Infinite Warfare with the Modern Warfare uh, remastered. I've played quite a bit of, of Modern Warfare remastered online because that's just a perfect game. So, no Battlefield One or Titanfall Two though, unfortunately. I actually do kind of want to get Battlefield One just because I saw a video where somebody like muted the colors down and got rid of the HUD, and it just looks amazing. I'm afraid to talk again because I don't know how bad my delay is. <laughs> and knowing from the reaction, it's probably really long again. But um, yeah, I watched that video too. That looked awesome. But and but with Bruno, he's our big Battlefield guy, man. With him, but he's all into the multiplayer aspect of it more than the single yeah. player. So hearing uh, him get skeptical, get it all. Worries me a little bit since he's hanging it up already and going back to the old one. But Stephen, you didn't talk about uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, did you play uh, Rise of Iron at all? Uh, Rise of Iron. Destiny. Is that a DLC? Clarify something for me. <laughs> oh, Destiny: Rise of Iron. No, I did not. I did not get because once again it was having to download a huge like patch thing. I thought. I was like, I'm not going to go through this. I don't want to download something else again. But, um, so no. No Destiny Rise of Iron for me. That's, 
Rise of Iron, like in Destiny in general, is something that I've been really wanting to get back into. Um, well, I haven't played Rise of Iron at all. And I, when I got the PS4, I really considered buying Destiny right then and there so you and I could play. But I, I waited because I knew Rise of Iron was coming out. But then I didn't end up picking it up then, and you and I haven't talked about it. So I feel <laughs> like I've almost missed it at this point. But... I, I still want to get back and play Destiny again because I had a lot of fun with that the first time through. I'm actually waiting on, I think, uh, I'm just going to wait for Destiny 2 at this point. Or I really just want to give, whatchamacallit, uh, the game Bruno and them are playing, and Fun Nerd are playing. The one we all, me and Dustin, you really wanted to get to. Oh, in the, uh, the, the Division? Yeah. I was either going to. Going to be patient and give that one a shot now and see how that goes. So I don't know. I really don't know at this point what I want to do. Well, fine, then. Because <laughs> Destiny's just, I don't know. I, I think it's done its thing for me, and I'm good. I'm satisfied with what I got out of it. At least tell me that when I buy my eventual like fifth or sixth copy of Diablo 3 for the PS4, that you'll do that with me at least. Oh, I always, uh, I'm always down for Diablo Blue. I, and with I, my, I can't wait to play it again. I'm so excited. <laughs> and with my brand new PC here, I'm waiting for, uh, to play some with Ducky. I thought you guys were playing on computer again or something, man. Well, I actually, I have the vanilla version on, on PC. Well, actually Mac, not least, to be more specific, but it's with Battle.net or whatever. It's all kind of the same anyway. Uh, if you're playing on PC or Mac, you're playing on the same server. Um, yeah. But I think uh, I think that the Reaper Souls DLC pack is only like twenty bucks, maybe. So. Oh, I'm surprised it's that much. It's been out for a while. That's you, weird. Yeah, well, maybe it is cheaper. I just, I really haven't looked at. I'm talking I'm talking about the one that I've seen is the physical version. Like, did you have to buy like at a store? Oh, okay, I got you. It's like twenty bucks. I but, got you. Uh, I don't know what it would be just to download it. But, uh, yeah, I, I haven't, again, I haven't put a whole lot of time into that either, but uh, I have created a character at least and played played around a little bit to get the, the feel for it. Because it's been a while since I played Diablo 2, which is the last thing I played on PC, you know, Diablo-wise. Um, so you may pick up a PS4 version, though. Yeah, yeah I, I was really hoping to on Black Friday um, if they had had it and I was somewhere where, and had money. Because that was the problem. It's like we did end up at a, like a Best Buy or something on Black Friday, but I didn't have that much money. So I was like, eh, I don't need anything. <laughs> I got to say, BlizzCon was one of those things that came and went where I thought Diablo 4 was going to get announced. And sadly, it was not, and I was a little disappointed. I really thought it was going to happen this year. Well, and then we got the... I'm excited about the new character to play, but really would have loved having... Yeah. And old-school Diablo 1 in Diablo 3. Sounds like it's going to be fun, too. That's something that I, I really missed out on on the console versions of Diablo. It's just all of the, the kind of extra stuff that the PC players got access to with like the seasons and stuff. Like I I was kind of excited to get into it on PC at this point, but again, I, it's been so long since that stuff started. Uh, I've missed so much in 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 all of it. But uh, console yeah, players still do get all the new gear every time it comes right, out, so yeah. that's what's good about it. 
and I've played on console now. I think I've played five times. Uh, played through the entire game like five times, I think. And it's it's so bizarre, like that it the game has such uh, replayability for me. Like, it has for a lot of people, I know. It's like, man, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's like, God, that sounds great. Just to play. Well, you keep playing through the stories. Are yeah. you into the in-game grind for the best gear, though? I I haven't done much of that. I have one character where I've done some of the Paragon levels and and stuff like that, but you know, not not much. Uh, because it seems like every time I I get finished with the uh, the campaign and I kind of put it down. The next time I play ends up being on a different console. Like, I've played it on PS3, I've played it on Xbox 360, and I've played it on Xbox One at least twice now. And I'm ready to, to play it on PS4, like, right now. <laughs> Playing through in hardcore with Alex and Bruno and my buddy, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, was, it was one of the highlights of that game. It was just amazing. Seeing the guy go down in hardcore mode after you spend a couple hours playing together is very disheartening yet <laughs> hilarious at the same time. <laughs> so you feel so bad for him, but then it's funny to see it happen. Like Bruno's was the worst because he got surrounded. We were right next to a cave and he was trying to click on it to get back in the cave, but it was just too late. Something happened and he died. And I died up in my mid 40s, and that's a really high level yeah. to die at. And I eventually re rolled and caught back up to Alex, though. I think at that point, it was only me and him left in the game, willing to keep going. And we finished it. Um, had some scary moments, but man, it was a thrill. I'm thinking it was awesome. level, level 40 sounds pretty close to, I don't know, late Act 3. Maybe I don't know. But... Uh, yeah, it was it was late, late game, man. <laughs> it was I rough. Finished the game like Act Four, the original, like somewhere in the, the high fifties, maybe maybe sixty. I don't know. Is I've only I've only ever got one character to level seventy. Dustin, the version you played was the Ultimate Edition, or I'm trying to think if you were vanilla PS3 <laughs> when we played. No, it was PS4. Okay. It was Reaper's Souls. Yeah, it's been a while, so I can't, couldn't really remember. But yeah, see, and I I enjoyed the game when I played it, but like, uh, you're I, just a story and done guy with that, right? Yeah, and I'm kind of sitting here thinking, like, chances like getting ready to do like what your 40th playthrough of that game. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> how's like, he keep how, doing it? <laughs> how's he keep doing it? I I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't. It it just hits all the right buttons for me. It's it's I don't know. It's just so much fun. I love the grind in that game, and I I want to to take my character to every single corner of every map and check in every tree trunk for gold and and loot. And it's just I I just want to do that, and I don't mind how long it takes to get from A to B. Like I I can get to the the cave or the hole that I need to climb into to progress the story but i if i'm not done with if i haven't seen the whole area yet i'll wait i'll say no i'm gonna go over here i'm gonna go kill these bitches and move <laughs> on you know so it just it just it just keeps going for me and it's just it's it's so satisfying do you ever any see of the game? Oh. go ahead dustin 
was gonna say, do you ever see like a moment where like Diablo can overtake Doom as your favorite series? Uh, no, I I, I don't. <laughs> as, as much as I I love the Diablo, it just I don't know. It's 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 a different it's a different kind of uh, a different kind of game, I guess. So it's it's different enough that I I don't put them in the same uh, on to the same rigor of of uh, judgment, I guess. Like the original Doom for me, I'm aware is not you know even half as good as Doom Two uh, because Doom Two added so much content. Like just it didn't change anything about the original game. It just added way more character, way more enemy types, and the levels were harder. And it just it added so much to it. But for some reason, the original Doom for me is still where it's at. Like Ultimate Doom is a perfect game for me. And, yeah, there have been lots of games, you know, through the history of video games that are technically better and gameplay-wise are technically more fun. It still doesn't change the fact that Doom, for me, is pure nostalgia and it is just perfect for me. So, yeah, there are lots of games that I could put on a very, very high pedestal that I enjoy playing almost as much or maybe even more in some ways but it does it won't change the fact that doom is pure nostalgia and a perfect thing for me so it's yeah i don't think diablo could ever overtake it or 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 anything for that matter but there are tons of things that i like to play just as much Diablo 3 being one of them, and, you know, Pokemon, the, the original Pokemon games, absolutely. You know, Wizards and Warriors, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, it's 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 like Final Fantasy VI for you, I'm sure. You know, it's it's yeah. the fact that you have such a deep love for it, and it's pure nostalgia, and you love everything about it, even though you, may have, you might have more fun with this technically superior product, it's still not going to change the fact that Final Fantasy VI is what it is to you. Right. It was just the way you were heaping praise on Diablo. Like, I could see, like, Diablo 4 coming out, and you're just, like, your brain just clicks (laughs) over, and you're like, you don't even even realize it's the switch over. Yeah. I I get get what you're saying, and it's a valid question, and, uh, yeah, it's... It's it's definitely a series that I love, and and I have never really put any amount of time into Diablo One, and I I played quite a bit of Diablo Two, but I didn't progress very far. I was only in like the second act uh, when I eventually kind of lost my save, and I was like, ah, I don't feel like doing this again. And then at that point, uh, Diablo Three had already been out, and they announced it for console, so I just waited and then picked it up on console. So. I I was going to say, because I sent you the PS1 Diablo 1... How did that ever play? Like, did it play okay? Yeah, it's it's really okay. It's 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 actually considered like one of the best versions. It, it, it not necessarily one of the best because there's really only the PC and then the PS1 version. There's a lot of people that prefer it because you can actually do like on-screen co-op with that. Like, yeah. so if you had somebody like with you that wanted to play, you could do you know couch co-op with that game on on the PlayStation. And it's yeah, it's it runs well. It's it's fun. And don't get me wrong. It's just a lot harder than Diablo three, um, because, yeah. because it's you know kind of old school. You know, it's it's a little bit more. There's less gear and uh, less options, and uh, it's it's a little harder. And uh, but you know, I've played it. You know, for you know a couple hours off and on. You know, since I've had it, but I've never actually 
made any significant process progress with it, but I've never played it on PC. Cool. That's why I'm looking forward to diving into the version inside of Diablo 3. So is it like the original game, but like with Diablo 3 graphics and stuff? Uh, they did the original game, and it's not with Diablo 3 graphics, actually. It's with uh, the old school kind of graphics with the same, I mean, improved palettes on them, uh-huh. but the same movement speed, too. Oh, okay. Like, the characters move the same, which is really crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little tough to uh, I would say that for sure with the Diablo series it's a little tough to go backwards. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and obviously I mean, with with the, the the discussion earlier about uh, Kingsfield and uh, as you know as it compares to Dark Souls, it is you know it's with it's what you're willing to to put into it and force yourself to get used to if you want to do it. Sure, like yeah. It would be nothing for a, a big fan of Diablo 3 to, to go back and play the first game if they legitimately wanted to and put in the time to uh, get used to it. But 3 is so smooth with the way that it runs that, yeah, if you if you put any uh, significant amount of time into 3 and try to go back uh, to the way that it used to be, it's, it's pretty tough. And I don't know if that movement control is an optional thing or if you have to actually do it that way. <laughs> Because I don't know if I want to move that old school way. Yeah. I tell you kind of like the movement. I tell you what game that uh, is on PS4 that I haven't picked up yet that I really want to. Um, while we're on this kind of Diablo discussion, is that uh, remake of the Gauntlet that came out a couple years ago. Uh, there, it's on PS4. It's the only console version of it, and I have it on Steam, but I don't have a PC that will will run it. Um, and it, the, the Mac version, there is no Mac version of the game, so I've really wanted to pick that up because it, it reminds me, of course, you know, Gauntlet and Diablo are not so dissimilar uh, with the way that they play, and I, I have heard great things about this remake, and I was really, really hoping to pick that up at some point because I love the this, this style of game. Uh, have you either yeah. of you played that or seen anything about it? It was a free uh, be a while back on PS Plus, and I downloaded it. And I played a little bit of it actually, and it's—it's uh, it's not Diablo, I guess. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I didn't uh, expect it to be yeah. exactly like Diablo. It's really different, and that's what I was expecting, and which I probably—I shouldn't have went into expecting that because I was kind of expecting like, yeah, it's gonna have this kind of Diablo type feel. It's gonna be awesome, and it didn't. But it's still a solid game, and I only yeah. played by myself. No, I could see how it'd be a lot funner co-op, did like playing play, with some friends. Did you play any of the older Gauntlet games, like Legends or Dark Legacy or anything like that? That is my first Gauntlet experience. Uh, I got the one on 64, but uh, I let my sister use my good N64 that actually has <laughs> decent, uh, that can actually work so she could play Zelda. So I don't have a functioning 64 here to try that one out even. But uh, and I tried the one on Game Boy Advance. Oh. Other than that, that's about it. Yeah, the Game Boy Advance version is is kind of kind of unique. I've I've played a little bit of a ROM of that one. That's actually uh, one of the games that's on my my short list of GBA games that I still actually want. But because uh, I'm actually a huge Gauntlet fan, and uh, I was I've been a Gauntlet fan since you know 
I was a little kid and played the NES ones quite a bit. I mean, they're they're super hard. I mean, they're 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 arcade games at heart. You know, they're meant to be unfair. You're, you're meant to die early in in those games unless you got tons of quarters. Uh, oh yeah, this and, was challenging. I'd yeah. say the new one was challenging. Yeah, and and Legends. I played uh, some of that on Dreamcast, and I remember playing it in the arcade a little bit too. Uh, I have played the arcade machine a few times, and Dark Legacy really felt like the same game as Legends, but just more content. And yeah. uh, I played quite a bit of that on the original Xbox, and uh, I beat, uh, I played and beat Seven Sorrows, which is to most people that are fans of the Gauntlet series, they hate it. They hate Seven Sorrows so much, and I'm not sure why. Why the hate? But it, it definitely is more Diablo than. Uh, old school gauntlet and I think that's what I liked about Seven Sorrows um, it was definitely uh, a lot easier uh, than the other games and a lot more Diablo-esque but uh, still really fun and I, I was I looked forward to this new one so much actually when it first came out but uh, I didn't have a computer that would run it and I was so bummed out about it but now that I have a PS4 I haven't bought it yet so go figure I guess what was kind of crazy, like in this um, new game as well, it felt like you're just uh, you're running in circles so the enemies don't catch up to you, basically. And I was just used in Diablo to, like, you can go into enemies and, yeah. like, fight them and beat them up and stand there and hold your ground yeah. kind of thing. Well, and, and so, I don't know, does the new game have, like, the... The your your life slowly decreases even if you're not being attacked kind of thing. I don't I don't think so unless that's in a harder mode where it does it to you on purpose. I don't recall it though. Well, that was one of the the calling cards, of course, of the original uh, Gauntlet games was that uh, you had to continually replenish yourself with food because you're you're slowly yes 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 slowly dying. You, there uh, is no like health down. regen. Yeah, if you well. If you get attacked, you have to regen your health by eating, but I don't know what, like what you're saying. I don't yeah, think it no. does that. Yeah, the originals it just ticks down like it, and they, and of course it's a it's a quarter uh, thing. You know, it you you're oh, you're about to die. You better either find some food or stick some more quarters in the machine. Like it's that that kind of mentality, of course, with the old school games. But I wondered how how old school this new one was. And any gauntlet memories dusted. <laughs> Did we lose him? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah, I heard some talking going on. Yeah, go for it, man. We'll keep rambling. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to take it on like a gauntlet tangent, but uh, no, no, you're fine. I feel that's like something we've never really talked about on the show before. It's a like classic it's sim- staple game. Yeah, I feel like it's similar enough to Diablo, so I saw a segue there, and uh, it's something that I've been wanting to pick up on the PS4. Other than that, though, I mean. There's just not. I mean, there there are games for the PS4 I want to pick up, but man, it's it's not like a, a list of things that I need to rush out and get. Even for Xbox One, either. The only other really thing that uh, I've been kind of itching to get uh, to pick up has been the Bioshock Collection, just so I have an excuse to go back to to Rapture and to to Columbia just to play those again. Well, if you uh, get it, man, at some point, I'll definitely like re-download it and. Play it with you. Bioshock? No, um, Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, that could be funner with another person. Yeah, Not that it was yeah. bad when I was playing, so. Yeah, I understand what you mean, though. Like, I think it was meant to be 
like a multiplayer experience. Like I think that's what they wanted it to be, you know, more similar to the original arcade where, you know, the the machine had four joysticks, you know, that you could sit down and play with four people at the same time. And I think that's kind of what they wanted this new one to be too. I was pretty mad, man, with the uh, Best Buy was having a buy two get one free sale. And my main goal was to go in there and buy Final Fantasy XV, The Last Guardian, and I kept going back and forth. What's going to be the free game? What am I going to get? And I wind up settling on, I want to get the Bioshock Collection because I've been wanting to get it. It's been something I should have got day one, and I didn't. So I was like, I'll get that. That'll be my free game. And I I get there, and daggone, they didn't have any copies left of it. (laughs) It's like, oh, just my luck. I want to finally get the game, and they don't have it. But yeah, it's such a it's such a perfect package. It's all three Bioshock games and all of the DLC. It is such a perfect package, and I I for one am just stoked to play them all again. Yeah, I unfortunately can't until <laughs> one comes in stock somewhere. Yeah, I don't but, know about any like GameStop or anything place like that, but I haven't noticed a price drop on it yet either. I think it's still up there. Yeah, it, it just it doesn't go down. So I wind up selling on uh, another series I really like though, uh, XCOM Two. Oh yeah. So have you started that's that cool. yet? No, because it's one of those longer games. Again, I was playing some other stuff, so I was like you know what, hold off on that for the time being, and that's what we did. All right, I'm back. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We were talking about some classic Gauntlet or Gauntlet series. Didn't know if you dabbled in any of it. Uh, The last one I played was on the N64 when it was new. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Safe to say you haven't played the new one yet either, then. No. I call it new. It, it came out in, like, 2014. So, I mean, it's not, like, new, but it's the newest in the series, I guess. Yeah. And I always kind of kind of look for other games that are popular, you know, in that genre of, of game. You know, the Diablo clones, they're, they're called. And uh, Gauntlet is, is definitely in the same discussion. And I just don't have a whole lot of other games like that that I that I've tried. Uh, what's that? Torchlight. I've heard the Torchlight uh, are both of them are pretty good, but I've I've never tried either one of them. And uh, I mean, there are other other ser- other games like that. But I haven't explored too much yet. I can attest that Torchlight is amazing. And I was so hoping they were going to do the first Torchlight on console. I mean, the second one on console, like they did the first one, but unfortunately they didn't. Um, but it's amazing. So if you haven't played the first one, at least get the first one on console. I wonder console. if there's a Mac version of the second, because if there is, I could do that. But, uh, it's not a, you know, it's not a big deal if there's not, but... I don't... I want to say there should be, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I mean, Steam is a great thing, but there is just... Not very much, uh, uh, not nearly as much on Mac as there is on PC. Yeah. And that's fine, I get it. But I actually did a boxed copy of that when it first came out on PC. <laughs> that was my, 
uh, Torchlight One. Oh. That was my way of experiencing that one. So, pretty cool. Um, one quick thing I wanted to add, and then I, I think we're all kind of tired. But I know that Dustin posted something a while back about getting to experience uh, PlayStation VR. Oh yeah. How yeah. was that? Um, slightly nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> Just because um, your bot, your like your brain thinks you're moving, but your body clearly isn't. So you have like this slightly like disconnected feel to it. Um, especially there was this Until Dawn on rail shooter, and it just made me feel kind of sick in a way because it's like on a minecart type thing, uh, just going through like this. Um, it's basically like a carnival ride, you know, like one of those haunted house things. And you have to shoot like uh, the monsters in there and stuff. And I don't know, like I, I, there's certain people, I guess, that have like that motion sickness disconnect with it. So I guess I'm one of those people that'll pr- probably never really use it because um, it made me sick. But I also did the um, the kitchen demo for Resident Evil Seven, and basically you're in a chair, um, just tied to a chair, and you can't really react to the environment all that much. You just kind of sit back and watch it. And it was kind of creepy, but, but at the same time, there's like this weird like disconnect from it where you know it's not real because nothing's actually touching you or anything. And it, it kind of gets hokey after a minute or two. But I don't know. I, I can see the potential for it, but like I don't know if I'd ever want to play like a survival horror game with it or even like – I mean – Something like the Elder Scrolls would be awesome on one hand, but then on the other hand, it wouldn't be so awesome. Um, but it, I mean, it's comfortable. It, it, it's kind of a big unit, but it it doesn't really add a lot of weight to your head. You know, it was it was cool, but at the same time, it's not like four hundred dollars cool. And wasn't it wasn't it Ernie that picked that up? Yeah, it was Ernie. Yeah, he, I, he, he, he actually <laughs> sent me a picture the day that he bought it, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lily absolutely loved it she was having a ball with it so that's cool every 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 time you know i mentioned ernie's name she's like wouldn't we go go over to his house and (laughs) play his vr and i'm like well we just can't invite ourselves over but (laughs) sure you can (laughs) sure why not i i for one um being that i i I guess i've been kind of a naysayer um for vr this whole time just because i just don't see um the necessity for it for for myself personally. Uh, yeah. So I've just been such you know like ah VR whatever I don't I don't care I don't want to I don't want to try it I don't want to hear about it and to 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 see all these these VR companies that have just pumped and pumped and pumped people up about this stuff and it's like now they're kind of like uh, hurting a little bit financially because no one's really buying the stuff or not yeah certainly not certainly not like they wanted to not like they projected uh, that people would would buy them and it's so bizarre. That after all this, the least powerful one of the of the big names, being the PlayStation VR, has sold more units than the rest of them. And it's like, wow, that's amazing because there's still nothing to play on it. Yet people are still yeah. playing this stuff, and uh, it's just it's crazy. It's um the the video quality of it is kind of a step back when you're used to like 1080p and you you look into this. Um, and maybe it's just my eyes. I don't know, but everything does have that kind of like 3ds blur to it, and um, that kind of takes you out of it too. Now, maybe like the the more higher end ones, 
you know, have that crystal clear, you know, screen presentation. But the PlayStation VR was a little fuzzy for me. Yeah, um, yeah any but uh, it, PC one I think is really high quality. Yeah. But they're like yeah. eight hundred bucks. Yeah, they're, they're, it not, it's not just the cost of the headset either. It's the fact that you have to have such a, a PC that is to a certain level. Of, of power that most you know average people not necessarily PC gamers but just average folks don't have a PC that could run one of these things so you'd have to pump yeah. you know X amount of dollars into your PC just so you can buy this $800 piece of, of hardware it's just like wow okay I think, <laughs> sorry I don't think I want anything to do with that yeah I bought uh, uh, I, Battlefront and that's supposed to have that new uh, X-Wing like VR game on it right that looks uh, kind of cool yeah, I haven't heard what people have said about it because I'm not getting a VR anytime soon now. And yeah, like I, I see the as a 23 gig date that I need to download. If I can even start playing, it's <laughs> gross. I I see the novelty of it, but at the same time, it reminds me of like when 3D televisions were the big thing, and now like no one even gives a shit about 3D televisions. You know, it's 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 it just seems like this 3D thing keeps coming back as a fad. And then it just it dies for a while. Then they, they try to do it again. Uh, it dies for a while. Now, I mean, eventually, like this is like the first generation of these things. You know, maybe by the second generation, you know, things will be a lot better and all the kinks will be smoothed out and all that stuff. But right yeah. now, it kind of it kind of reminds me of three D televisions and next. You know, it's not really necessary. Oh, I know something I wanted to ask you though, Dustin. Um... I finally got to watch Star Trek Beyond. Like I bought it on Black Friday on the cheapo. Yes. yes. What What were your, your final thoughts of that again, or how did you think of it? I I really loved it. I thought it felt like a souped up uh, episode of the original series. Like I, I I really felt like it really captured sort of that classic feel while still you know having it be modern looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know like just, what it. I don't know what it the, is with oh. these movies. Sorry. But for some reason, they just fly by. Like I get to the end, I'm like, whoa, whoa it, it's over, and it was two yeah. hours, and it's because I'm so engulfed in it the whole time. I'm like, wow, they just they pace so well. In my opinion, they do. At yeah, least. that's the thing that people get upset about, like that they're they're so briskly paced. But you know, I, I love to sit back and watch the original Star Trek movies, but. It was made for a different era of film, you know, and like it or not, now everything has to be kind of whiz-bang. But I, I still feel like even with the whiz-bang of the new Star Trek movies, I, I still feel like there's still some ideas present in those films. You know, whereas, you know, you could go watch uh, Star Trek One: The Motion Picture, which is a very lofty-minded film asking very deep questions about you know what constitutes life and all that stuff but it's also probably one of the most boring movies you'll ever watch <laughs> but and i'm uh, trying to i'm trying to think if it's even is it am i allowed to talk about a movie is it old enough to where it, it can spool that's not old movie what movie is it well the, the star trek beyond oh I don't think I think I think if people were going to watch Star Trek Beyond, they would have watched it by now. Okay. Well, I want to know when's it going to be. We're three movies in. When do you think we could see a main character death? Like other than the Admiral stuff from the last movie. I mean, a cast 
crew well crew member death well what we're probably gonna they they've said that they're not going to recast Anton Yelchin for Chekhov so we'll have to see how they handle that character whether it be an off-screen death or they just have him go off on another ship but um I honestly I don't think they will unless that for that specific situation I don't think you're ever going to see like a main cast death. Like the, the, the biggest thing was in the wrath of Khan when Spock died, but then they also kind of, you know, reneged on it as well. So, yeah, but you know, to have something like, I don't know, to have something like that happen in this kind of, this is not really the kind of series to have that kind of happen. But then again, it's the new, uh, the new universe and, you know, um, Zachary Quinto has already said he's kind of wanting to move on from playing Spock. So, you know, maybe they won't recast him. Maybe they'll kill him off. You know I mean? They blew up Vulcan. What, you know, <laughs> what else can they do in these? I don't know, but well, I guess we'll so, have to see. So he said that though, he's kind of, he said that, but then he signed back on for Star Trek four. So I don't know. Okay. And I'm actually surprised those, like the Marvel movies are doing great and everything. I thought Star Trek had a huge following to where, I mean, they bring in money, but part of me thought they'd, you know, bring in a lot more than they are, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, they're not yeah, hitting the 300, 400 million marks. Like, I kind of thought they would. At least I have to research that, but I don't think they Well, um, each one has been, like, Star Trek 2009 made a lot of money. And then I think... Um, Into Darkness made slightly less and then I think Beyond made slightly less which it's kind of the you know the first movie had that big excitement of Star Trek coming back and everyone else was like oh that looks actually pretty good but then once you start getting into like sequels then you start losing people because they're like you know then they have to remember what happened in the last one and all that stuff so it's I mean it's but they're still making enough to warrant you know another one it's not like they're I, I hate it when I read like the biggest box office failures of 2016, and I guess Star Trek Beyond was one of them. And it's like it made a profit. How can that be a failure? It made a profit, you know. But apparently, it didn't make enough money. So. And is is this this new TV show is actually going through right? Like I see some cast member announcements. Oh and yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, it's happening. Um, I. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for the new cast, but, like, the fact that they had Brian Fuller, who, who he was the showrunner, um, he also did uh, Hannibal, and he also did a bunch of stuff on Star Trek back in the day, but he, like, left the show over creative differences, and that kind of makes me worried a little bit, but I guess we'll, we'll see what comes out when it comes out, but... I don't like the way they're doing it either, where they're they're not putting it actually on television. It's on CBS's all access internet network. Like oh, there's there's no. yeah yeah. So it's like it's not even going to be that big of a. It's like they're already setting it up for failure. So it's I don't Dang. know. True. Dang, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. So I mean, like I'll I'll pay for the CBS all access, and then as soon as Star Trek that season's over, I'll cancel it and sign back up for it if they do a second season, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. But I think Netflix is... I want to say Netflix is showing it in all the other countries of the world. So maybe 
they'll work some deal to get it on Netflix after like first run or something. Okay. That would be disappointing to have a to make a series as popular as that all internet access. Sounds yeah, kind of scary too. Like, is it actually going to be good? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I really wish like CBS wasn't in charge of Star Trek. At least <laughs> they're in charge of the television aspect yeah. of it, and it's like they just want to do it like on the cheap. And I don't know. Well, I guess one you last thing to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll say one last thing we'd probably end on, which I'm also he- interested in hearing your opinion on, is David Tennant, Mr. Scrooge. Oh, DuckTales. yeah, I just saw all that. I just saw <laughs> that. I mean, that could work. I'd have to hear him do the voice, though. But, I mean, I guess that would work. I just, I, I didn't realize that they were, like, rebooting DuckTales. And Neither so, did I. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a thing, but... I don't he's, know, kind for of, me, he's kind of a name, so I'm actually surprised he's doing it. Well, it makes me wonder about the rest of the cast, if they're going to get like that quality of... Which, I mean, it's, it's just voice acting. He can probably knock out the entire series in one afternoon or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so, the way they do yeah. these short like, uh, 10, 12 episode series sometimes these days, yeah. Yeah, he could knock it all out. But, but yeah, that's... Cool. It's cool, but it's also kind of just, it's one of those, like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, w- like one, you're bringing back DuckTales, and then two, you're having David Tennant do Scrooge. But, you know, he might have a great Scrooge voice. I don't know. Only time will tell. Yeah. Well, Chance, man, let's just, you got something, man. Think like you said. Now, I'll just add to the uh, Star Star Trek Beyond discussion that I thought it was amazing, and I about lost my shit when Sabotage came on, and <laughs> it was... Inc- I'm getting tired of the song, actually. It's getting played I, I am, too. Yeah, it's it like, right, I'm not... <laughs> like, I love in, in movies or songs... Well, yeah, songs, like, when they when they reprise back to something else. Like, that, that kind of quality uh, really... I love like it, it just keeps it very you know on the nose you know I never thought it fit though with the sh- with the show like even in the first new one I just never thought it yeah. fit I, I think so it absolutely why. fits with this one I, I see what you're saying with the previous ones but I don't know I felt like it was the perfect song for the moment for me <laughs> but you know whatever my opinion is oh. is not worth a whole lot but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the movie was a lot of fun. I, I I loved Beyond. That was really good. But uh, other than that, Suicide Squad is horrible, though. On the other side, so I do not recommend Suicide Squad. Anybody. Didn't see that. Didn't see Batman vs Superman. Didn't see most of that. Didn't see Civil War. None of it. Yeah. I paid twenty four uh, bucks for that thing yesterday and immediately regret it after I got it because <laughs> it was bad. So there you go. There's your warning, folks. Send me your. I really. I really. <laughs> I really kind of want to see the new Spider-Man movie, but like I'm 47 Marvel movies behind, so it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I think the last one I saw was, well, I, I've probably seen more than you have, but I saw the second Thor movie and I saw the second Captain America, and I don't think I've seen anything else since then. I haven't seen I think the la- second Avengers or Iron Man 3 or uh, any of the, the newer X-Men stuff. I know that's not exactly related, but I haven't seen any of it either. Yeah, the last one I saw was the first Avengers, so <laughs> I'm, be- I'm behind. Just a little bit. 
Yeah. Well, it's like four of them a, a year, so it's... Yeah, it's. I, I know that they keep making money and they keep making them, and that, that's fine, but man, it's a little overwhelming. <laughs> it's, it's a little much. Well... It's like every side character is getting their own movie now. It's like, did we really need an Ant-Man movie? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're getting one of everything now, it seems like. so. Now DC's trying to do it, but we'll see. Yeah, but DC's trying to do it on a very like accelerated timetable. Like, they're... Yeah. yeah. Like, at least Marvel was trying to make good standalone movies, and like DC's just trying to cram everything together from the gate. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I love Deadpool, though. That one was really good. See, I still haven't seen that one either. That one was just fun. Like, regardless of, of, of quality of storytelling or whatever, I don't really care. It, it was just fun to watch. <laughs> it was. And I like how he's pushing for a Deadpool Wolverine movie, know, even though, was, like, he's... That would be so cool. That'd be great. <laughs> well, I read an interesting... I read, like, a fan theory that, like, Deadpool wrote the movie of Deadpool. <laughs> so, like, the the, the like... So the Deadpool that you see on the screen is not really the real Deadpool. That's like his imagined version of himself oh doing all goodness. these things. It yeah. would not surprise me. No, that so, so, so if so, if that theory is true, then they could do the Deadpool Wolverine movie because it would just be Deadpool's idea of Wolverine. Yeah, which is <laughs> Hugh Jackman. He's, he's yeah. so in, in Deadpool. Although... Hugh Jackman's not going to do another Wolverine. Allegedly. I think this said, could lead him to doing it. Like, I think he would do it. Yeah, he's kind of given hints like he might. Because like he wouldn't have to get as like buffed out because it would just be Deadpool's version of him. Yeah. So. In a yellow suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was pretty, I, I don't know. I've heard like differing things about whether or not. The, the sequel, like a true sequel to Deadpool will even happen, but I was kind of looking forward to some Cable action too. I think it's happening. Yeah, because yeah. I think they were talking about getting like Dolph Lundgren to play Cable or something like that. I hope yeah. not. I heard, uh, what's his name, Stephen Lang? Uh, yeah, I hope it's him. The guy from Avatar, the yeah. uh, drill sergeant, whatever guy from Avatar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good, too. Be yeah, absolutely perfect for Cable. So perfect. Fans are pushing for him, so yeah, we'll he's, see. He's he's great, and he would be a really good Cable. So that would be awesome to see. Well, I guess that's it. Shit. Yeah, I think it's good, man. Two hours, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff. We'll, we'll see you next year. Yeah, we'll see you <laughs> next summer, at least. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully the, this the... gets up by Christmas, so that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Whoever's working on it. I'll try to edit it up this weekend, see if I can't get that done. So... Yeah. Now with my computer all fixed and done, I have no excuse now. Like, my internet's working. So anytime you guys think we're good to do one, I'll try to work it in there. Should be good to go. Actually, Chance, do you just want to, like, put that on the drive for me to do? Because I have the music and, like, the artwork and all that stuff. I can do that. Yeah. I can do that tonight. Okay. Yeah. I just remember because I was like, well, how's he going to get the music and all that stuff to do that? So. Here's a little behind-the-scenes action for you guys, so I'm glad yeah. you stuck around to hear it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. All right. See you later, everybody. All right. Nice. Bye, guys. Good day. Good morning. Whatever.